My guest on this episode of Suit Up is Blake Brewer. After Blake's freshman year of college, he experienced something none of us should have to. He witnessed the death of his father during an outing on the ocean in Hawaii. Out of that tragedy, though, Blake and his siblings received a gift from their father that Blake is attempting to pass on to all fathers, the Legacy Letter Challenge. Blake started by talking about growing up. Yes, I was born in Shreveport, and both my mom and dad are from Louisiana. So, you know, some people say, oh, man, you must be a Cajun. I'm like, man, North Louisiana is way different than South Louisiana. But in second grade, my dad got a job transfer to uh, Texas. And so I actually grew up in Allen, Texas, which is where Kyler Murray Mm -hmm. is from, uh, Allen High School. The ill-fated stadium in Allen. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They had to shut it down or, you know, rework it. Uh, But, you know, the most expensive stadium ever, I guess. Mm -hmm. But then in 10th grade, uh, my dad got a job transfer and started working for Hillcrest uh, as an administrator up here in Tulsa. So I actually graduated high school in Sand Springs. But we were, a, you know, I had a younger sister, a younger brother, and we were um, kind of an all-American family, it seemed like. Um, we, we were eating dinner together every, every night. My mom was cooking. My dad was a little bit. And then we were at church on Sunday morning. And so I have a lot of memories of uh, my dad reading the Bible before we went to bed at night. I mean, that's just kind of who we were. Like, I knew that, you know, as a family, we we followed God. Mm-hmm. Now, depending on the kind of church that you grew up in and whether baptism was important or not, uh, were you baptized at a certain point as a young man? Yeah, so my, in fourth grade. And so okay. my parents uh, had told me, hey, you know, before that, like, you're too young. We want to make sure that you really understand this. And I remember in fourth grade, I went to my dad and I said, Dad, I think I'm ready, um, you know, to make a decision. And I remember my sister and I were on her bedroom and for like for a whole week straight, my dad, you know, was walking us through Bible verses. And then we went to meet with the preacher and uh, I knew it was a big deal, like for my dad to take off work, for us to go meet with the pastor, like this was important. And then the pastor started asking us some questions about like, you know, salvation and understanding it. And I said, man, I don't know. I can't remember what the question was, but my dad looked at me and was like, you do too know that. We've been going over that the last three days. I think I kind of embarrassed him. But, uh, but uh, yeah, so we, uh, fourth grade, ended up getting baptized. So your dad was a college football player and uh, played at Louisiana Tech. So talk about growing up in uh, a house with a, a former college athlete uh, and and how important were athletics in your life growing up? <clears throat> well, yeah, so my dad, you know, was tied in for Terry Bradshaw. And so that was kind of my claim to fame growing up, and especially, you know, with Terry Bradshaw, I was on TV every Sunday morning doing the pregame stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, yeah, that was my dad's roommate and best friend. Um, but, I mean, my dad loved football. And so in Allen, the earliest you can play tackle football is third grade. So I remember second grade looking at the sign for signups and saying, next year, third grade, I get to go play. And then my dad uh, was my football coach in elementary school, and uh, he was loving it. I was loving it. We uh, almost won the Super Bowl one year. And uh, and then uh, – but, you know, I, I never felt pressure from my dad. There's one thing I appreciate about him. 
Um, I never felt pressure to like be as good at football as him. And and the thing was, I was I was good at football, but I wasn't as big as him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, I, I, you know I did well, but just I didn't get a lot of college looks or anything like that. Just football? Did you play basketball, baseball, anything else along church, the way? Church league basketball. Okay. And then uh, I that did can be play. rough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I did uh, play baseball, and I loved playing baseball. And then. Uh, about tenth grade, when the pitcher started throwing a curveball, I started having having some issues, and so I said, "I'm just going to stick with football." You were bailing out of the batter's box, and they were calling a strike, and you're like, "How in the world that was coming at my face?" Know. You know, honestly, I regret. <laughs> I wish I still would have played. I, I in ninth grade, I, I hit for the first time, hit some home runs over the fence, and man, it was like the greatest feeling in the world. And I felt so much confidence. Then tenth grade comes, and they were like throwing. I couldn't even hit the ball. I was so scared to go up to play up to the plate. I mean, it was horrible. <laughs> so competitive though with your uh, brother and sister growing up, or was it just too many years in between? My brother was too young. My sister was young, one year below, and uh, I made her go out there and play with me. And she was my quarterback, and I and she would throw me the ball. And she was pretty good for a girl. And so uh, yeah, we would. I mean, we played games where, you know, we tackled the man with the football with the neighborhood kids, and, mm-hmm. yeah, it was, it was competitive. So let's talk about um, the main reason why you're here. If, if you will, and I know you've retold this story uh, enough over the years, but, uh, man, it's tragic, but it will, uh, at least every time I've even repeated your story to other people, I get shivers when I when I tell it, so I can't imagine when with you telling the story. But if you will, how did the the legacy uh, letter challenge come about? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I am on a mission to help one million dads write at least one well written, meaningful, lasting legacy letter to their children, and it all starts with a letter that my dad wrote me when I was 19 years old. So. I just finished my freshman year over at the University of Arkansas, and I got a call from my parents saying, we're going to Hawaii. And so we headed to Hawaii as a, on a family trip, and the first morning that we were there, we were at a place called Hanama Bay, and we decided to go snorkeling. And my dad and I ended up out in the water. It was just me and him. And my dad had just told me, he said, man, I'm, I'm so glad that you're out here with me. And man, all was right in the world. Uh, me and my dad looking at the beautiful fish and uh, saw a sea turtle. Well, we kept going further out. We ended up in an area that I now know is called Witch's Brew, and the water got really treacherous. And so uh, I put my head out of the water, and I noticed that I, I didn't see my dad. And so I started scanning the water, and I saw him, and uh, I could tell that he was in trouble. And my dad started yelling for help. And my dad had a deep, booming voice, and this cry for help was like a whimper. And so I did my best to get to him as fast as I could, and by the time I got to my dad, he was underneath the water, unconscious. And so I knew at that point this was serious, and I got to get my dad to shore. And so I put my arms around my dad and just started swimming with him. At this point, I was pretty tired myself, and I was already having thoughts of, man, I don't know how I'm going to make this. The shore was not close to us, and luckily a nearby snorkeler showed up, and he um, helped me get my dad to shore. And to be honest, if he hadn't showed up, I think I would have drowned. Um, so they get my dad to shore, and the lifeguards started doing CPR to my dad. And I'm really on my hands and knees next next to my dad, just praying, like, God, would you please save my dad's life? 
and Kevin, I, in the moment I was thinking, surely at any moment, my dad's eyes are just going to open up and the water is going to gurgle out of his mouth, just like you see in the movies. Um, but it never happened. And my dad ended up drowning. And so in a matter of moments, uh, I was, I was having one of the best times of my life and now it had gone to the worst. And so, as you can imagine, I was just devastated. I was in shock. And then it was a couple hours later that we're back in the condo and I'm in the back bedroom sitting on the edge of the bed, still in shock. And my mom appears in the doorway and she said, Blake, I've, I've found something in your dad's briefcase that he was going to give you on this trip. I had no idea what she was talking about, but she walked across the room and put into my hand uh, several sheets of paper. And at the top it said, Dear Blake, Natalie, and Marcus. And she said, For the last two months, your dad has been writing a letter to you guys, and here's your copy. And so I began reading this letter where my dad just shared, was sharing his heart and sharing his feelings about us and giving us some great life advice. When he, when he wrote this letter, he had no idea that it was going to be his last words to us, but essentially that's what it was. And I, I got to the last line of this letter, and only, only God could have allowed my dad to write this, but my dad wrote, um, As you are being faithful to God, you're often going to find yourself in the minority. But I can assure you that in heaven, you'll be in the majority. Love your dear old dad in Christ Jesus. And it was at that moment um, that I just felt a peace because like, man, my dad is in heaven right now. And I've even joked with people that if given the option, uh, if God had said, hey, Larry, do you want to go back to earth? He would have said, heck no. <laughs> I'll just stay right up here and, and wait on them. And so really for the next year of my life, I was, I was grieving really hard. Um, but that I just found so much comfort in that letter and the words that my dad wrote. Um, and it just gave me hope, like, I'm, I'm going to make it through this. And then really for the last 18 years, as I graduated college and started my career and got married and had kids, my dad's letter has been there and his words have been guiding me ever since. When, when did the inspiration come um, for your efforts in trying to get people like me because uh, you have a six four and one year old. and one year old, uh, mine are are forty one. <laughs> Kevin, how old are you? you? Must be young. You started young, huh? <laughs> yeah, um, forty one, and then uh, that's a stepdaughter, and then I've got a twenty nine and a twenty seven year old. But I uh, also have a twenty one and a nineteen year old uh, grandsons as well, and hopefully. Lord willing, we'll, we'll continue to multiply that grandchildren number as my daughter is getting married this year. But um, where, where did the inspiration come to, to do this organized effort? Well, it was a couple years ago, and I went to write a letter to my children. You know, if anyone knows the value of a letter from their dad, it's me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the number one reason, I don't know when my last day on this planet is going to be, so I want to make sure and have something written down for them. But then the second thing is I see the world that they're growing up in and the number of uh, people <laughs> through social media and the Internet that are speaking into their life. And the world is just screaming at our children, hey, come do it my way. And I don't want my children to do it the way of the world. I, I want them to, to do it. Um, I want them to hear my voice and my wife's voice and know what our values are. And so I know that one way to be very clear on that and to really compete with the world is, is to write a letter and to, to write this to them. And so I went to write this letter and, uh, man, it was hard. 
like just to get my thoughts organized around this and you know you're staring at this blank sheet of paper and what am I going to write and it was just hanging over my head and then at the exact same time God kept bringing men into my life that had a letter from their dad that changed their life one of the guys is a guy named Victor Marks and Victor is doing great things uh, around the world as a nonprofit, gets a letter from his dad at 25 years old from his biological dad that he doesn't even know. He was raised from raised by like three or four stepfathers who abused him and beat him. One of them left him in a freezer to die. And his biological dad writes him this letter and it starts off, Dear Son. And Victor tells the story. He says, Dear Son, who the heck does this man think he is? Like he was ticked. He's mm-hmm. like, he didn't have the right to call me that. What had happened was is his dad uh, had become a Christian. And his life had changed, and he wanted to reconcile with his son, and he wanted um, to share the gospel with Victor. So he writes this letter. And the long story short is, is Victor gave him a chance and goes and meets with him. They end up becoming best friends, and Victor, his life completely changes because of this letter. So I'm hearing this, and I'm like, man, I got a letter from my dad. Another guy, Pete Vargas, God brings him into my life. I'm hearing him speak. He has a letter from his dad. And it's like God spoke to me in that moment and said, Blake, you got to help more people get a letter from their dad. And you got to help dads write the letter. And so that's what started us on the mission. And I tell dads, you have a letter that's in your heart. And so through this process, um, we're going to get the letter out of your heart, to your mind, to a piece of paper. And then there's some things that every person needs to hear from their dad. And we're going to make sure all of those things are in the letter as well. Let me ask you this about the letter, just because um, I know that if, if I would have written that letter, you know, 20 years ago, to my children who would have been really young at the time and I would have been, you know, 20 years younger with without that life experience. Is it something that changes then? And do you write one letter and that's it? Or do you, do you write more letters as you get older and life changes, you know, for not only the letter writer, but also the person who's going to be receiving the letter as well? Yeah, great question. Well, so I, you know, I get asked all the time, what's the best age for my kids to write them a letter? And I say that, well, you know, the best age is the day that your children were born. And the second best day is now. Um, and then, you know, absolutely, as your children get older, you know, you'll, you'll know them better. Their personalities will change their life circumstances. And so and, and yours as well and the wisdom that you have. And so I say, let's just get one down. Let's get one written down. <laughs> Let's start. So, so they have something written down from you. And then as they grow older, no, some dads, you know, they do one every year. Um, I don't start off saying that to a dad that they should do that because that could be overwhelming when you've never done one. Yeah. Um, but I say, you know, maybe do one. And then as your children have hit different milestones, whether they're becoming a teenager or graduating or getting married or becoming a parent, mm-hmm. um, those are great times to write a letter. Is it something, though? And I don't, I'm, I'm not trying to, to un, uh, unveil any secrets here, but is, is it something that you deliver at that time, or do you, or do you hold those, and then you know it's in a it's in a safety deposit box somewhere that'll be revealed to the recipient at a later date? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, you know, so I tell dads, it's, you know, it's up to you. You know, this is your letter, so you can give it when you want. You know, my dad wrote my letter, and he was going to give it to me on that trip because he knew the power of his words. Mm-hmm. And as a 19-year-old, man, I needed my dad's influence and his words in my life. Um, and so, you know, I say this letter, the things that you've written, 
on this page. And, you know, some dads will write using the, the kind of the blueprint that I have, they'll write 20 pages and some dads will write one page. And I'm like, man, let's just, you know, it doesn't matter the length. This is your letter. Your children are hearing, you know, from your heart, you're being authentic. You could have misspelled words. It really doesn't matter. Like your kids don't matter. They would just, you know, want something to yeah. down. Um, and so uh, they, I say, it's so powerful what you've written. And you know that your children have a decision next week, six months from now, a year from now, and you want to help influence that decision. And so I say give it as soon as you can, yeah. sooner than later. All right, let's talk about how people can uh, get signed up. Uh, on You have a website. Uh, and, and let me also say this, too, because you've mentioned it already. My wife's an English teacher, and so I grow, yeah. I grow up. I grew up. <laughs> I've been married for 30 years, so she did raise me to some degree. Uh, but, uh, you know, in this atmosphere of, you know, speaking correctly, and even though I speak for a living, uh, and, and writing correctly as well, uh, there, there is this idea that things, you, you want them to be able to be organized. And, and some, some people will see maybe the instructions that they get and go, well, that, that's how I was going to do it anyway. And so now I know I'm glad I got confirmation on what, how I was going to do it. But other people, you're right, they just they don't even know where to begin. And that's where you guys come in. Yeah, so I've got um, an online course. Uh, that has t- 10 different steps and there's um, me on video leading you through it. Uh, and then some get, some dads join me live through it. And so there's some different price points there, but you know, around a hundred dollars to go through it. Mm-hmm. And what I t- tell dad, I have a money back guarantee. Like if, if, if I don't help you write a better letter than what you would have written on your own, man, you know, money back, yeah. um, you know? And so I haven't had one, one person yet. Um, and I've have helped dads who are an author, um, and I've helped you know people who are not writers at all, mm-hmm. and so it really it really doesn't matter. There's there's something there with just having that blueprint and you know not forgetting something. That's what a lot of dads tell me. Like, man, I'm so glad that you reminded me or told me to put this in there because I would have forgot to say this. Yeah. And so really, and then you know my big thing is I don't care about dads just signing up to write the letter. Like we're we're, we're talking about finished letters here, and so I really want. Um, to help dads um, finish the letter. And so going through this process um, it simplifies it. And, you know, I can see the benefit too, Blake, even though how all this came about was tragic and that you got this letter after your dad had passed. I see the benefits and the bonding that can come from um, a son or daughter uh, or both reading this letter while they're both still alive and how much closer that could bring that relationship as well. Oh yeah. I just got a text from a guy uh, the other day. So he gave it to his letter, his daughters, the letters on Valentine's day. So he's actually a a CEO of a local company here in Tulsa. So he bought my program for uh, all of their employees and had me come in and speak. And then we, we helped them write the letter, but he um, gave it to him to his daughters who one's 19 and one is 22. Now, of course, you know, when he gives it to them and, you know, they get this letter. Like they, he told me that they started off like, okay, I'm going to read it right now. And then they started reading and they're like, okay, Dad, i got to go in the bedroom. <laughs> and then they came back with tears in their eyes. And uh, he said, I could tell our relationship changed after that. He yeah. said they had been a little bit, um, you know, Dad's kind of the rules guy. But then he writes this letter and they get to see his heart, like how much he loves them and cares for them. Mm-hmm. And then it just 
changed the the relationship. And it, you bring that up, and it's interesting because I I broke this news to everybody, including my wife. This would have been probably a year or so ago. We were all just sitting around at my in laws for a holiday meal, and we're, somebody had said something about writing a book, and and they said, I don't know, has anybody else written a book? And I said. I've started one. <laughs> and I mean, you could have heard a pin drop. It's like, wait, and especially my wife, you know, her jaw hits the floor. She goes, what do you mean you've started a book? And so I pull out my phone and what, and this is what I, I think it's cool is I have this, this book called a father's story. Hmm. Well, and, and I, I couldn't read it. They said, well, read it a little bit. And I said, well, I can, I'll try to get through as much as I can. Well, the, my father's story that I was writing was was really pointed towards my daughter, who at the time was was having some real struggles. I mean, like serious struggles with alcohol and drugs, and uh, I was struggling at the same time as her father, thinking that I had disappointed my heavenly father in how I was had raised her, you know, in, to, to run into this wall. And so I'm, I'm writing my thoughts about all of that. Now, it's different than the letter you're talking about me, about people writing, you know, but I could see where, man, if you really dig deep, you know, way down in there and you're coming up with these thoughts that, because you, you, you love your children more than, anything and differently than your wife you love your spouse but on this different level than your children and if you think about god being our heavenly father and i mentioned this the other day somebody i love my kids but you know what i have no idea how many hairs they have on their head (laughs) right but my father knows god knows how many hairs i have on my head that's how much he loves me and 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 so I I see where you could really go deep into uh, some thoughts with the letter, and I just I love the whole idea. I think it's a, it's a it's a great idea for every father for every child. And you had mentioned, I mean, you had mentioned that you've had authors and and some other people. Uh, you you even mentioned you've had guys who play in the NFL who have who have gone through this. Yeah. Um. This is kind of a, a, a cool story. So when we first started, you know, so we're starting off, I went, you know, I told my wife, I was like, hey, this is what, you know, what God's calling me to do. You know, and she's looking at me like, well, we got three kids at home. How are you going to, pro- you're going to provide for our family by helping dads write a letter. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, this is what God's calling me to do. So we'll, you know, he'll take care of us. And um, so starting off, you know, it's, it's a for-profit business. So I had to figure out a way to like, you know, bring in revenue. Um and so it was kind of rocky the first couple months, but some good things were starting to happen. And then I, I, I prayed one week. I said, God, would you just do something amazing this week? I don't know what it is, but do something amazing. Well, then the next day I'm watching um, uh, TV and I see this uh, documentary about Kyler Murray. And, <clears throat> and so I'm watching and all of a sudden they show a video clip of him in high school showing this, uh, throwing this game winning touchdown pass. And I recognized the video clip. It was my video clip. Ah. So I was like, what in the world? Because I'd, I'd gone to a high school game of his in 2013 and put it up on YouTube, completely forgot about it. Yeah. Well, so I emailed Arizona Cardinals. 
and I say, hey, you guys used a, a clip of mine without my permission. I need someone to talk, you know, call me immediately. <laughs> so the next day uh, I get an email saying, Tim Delaney will call you tomorrow. And I'm like, Tim Delaney, I look it up. He's the vice president of the Arizona Cardinals. So he calls me and we, we, we hit it off like, like 10 minutes, you know, we're just talking about whatever. And then I, he was like, oh yeah, we got to talk about this video. And, uh, he said, how much money do you want for that video? I said, man, I don't know how much, you know, do you normally pay? And he's like, well, how about $400? I was like, shoot. I mean, I wasn't expecting anything to be honest. So <laughs> right. I was like, I'll take $400. And I said, I told him about what I was do- doing with fathers. And I said, I would love to just honestly interview one of the, if you can set me up with an interview with one of the players, he's like, man, absolutely. We get off the call and I'm like, sweetie, like, isn't this really cool what God did? And, um, and then I, I felt it like God wanted to do even more with it. And so I emailed Tim back and I said, Tim, I told you I'm on a mission to help a million dads write the letter. How would you feel about being one of the one million? I, I'd love, I'll personally help you write this letter. And I was kind of nervous. He mails me back almost immediately. Absolutely. That'd be fantastic. And so awesome. yeah, I got to help Tim. And then that led to meet some other people in the Cardinals organization, write their letter. Mm-hmm. You know, Tim's a great dad. He's got a 12 year old daughter. And so he got to write this daughter for her, for her 13th birthday. Yeah. And so he told me it was one of the most impactful things he's ever been through him personally. And, and that's what I hear from a lot of dads. Like the, like the letter is for your kids, but man, kind of as you were talking about doing the things that you're writing for your daughter, like to just to stop and reflect and to, to really spend that time, be very intentional and think about your children and what you want to, the advice you want to share with them and communicate your love to them. Like, like it impacts you as a dad. Yeah. Well, in, in so many times, that's the beauty of, when when you're stepping out in faith and you are doing uh, something for Christ and you think you're doing this for someone else and then afterward you see where you were the one that was blessed honestly I, it happens like I go to church on Wednesday nights you know a lot of us do and it's a struggle sometimes to get there but then I remember every single time I've gone afterward I'm so glad that I went. And so I pushed through, you know, the idea of what I could do at home if I would stay as opposed to go. And then I'm so blessed. And this seems like such a great, I'm going to go through the program. I have to. I will tell you, I took your online quiz and I aced it. Oh, boom. But here's what I noticed about the quiz. That's my thinking about what kind of father I've been. I wonder if my kids would answer those the same way. Just because I think I've been this, you know, spiritual leader guy doesn't mean that they see it that way. So I'd be interested to know if they took it, what they thought of, you know. Yeah, sometimes when I speak, I'll ask dads, okay, what are the first three words that, that come to your mind to describe your dad? It's like, okay, and then you think through the first three words, and then I'm saying, okay, what if I went to your children? What are the first three words that they would come up with? And so it's interesting. You start thinking about that. But then I say, you know what? You're still on this planet, so whatever the three words you want your children to say about you, you still have time to go um, be that dad. And so you can be, you know, maybe you're, maybe you're not the dad that you want to be mm-hmm. for your children, but you can rewrite the story. You can still, it's never too late to be a great dad for your children. I remember when my son was a toddler, and um, I don't know if you remember, you could buy these NFL helmets out of bubblegum machines. I remember that. Replica helmets. Yep. And so 
I, at the time, you couldn't just like go buy the whole set somewhere. And so it would, every time I would see one of those bubblegum machines, I would, you know, get him a helmet and hope that it was one he didn't already have. Well, eventually I got all 32 teams in the NFL. And so we videotaped him. He would have been about three. And he had this, you know, fun little lisp in his, in his voice. And he called the Rams the whams. And, and so we videotape him going through every helmet and naming every team in the NFL and how good. proud I was. And then it was like, okay, now let's do the books of the New Testament. And he couldn't get past the Gospels. <laughs> and I thought, that's not right. <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, there's a bad dad element, you know, uh, or a disappointing dad, I guess. It, but I recognized that anyway and thought, okay, I need to make some changes in, in what's a priority for him to learn. But well, good for you. And the thing is, you know, we all become dad. When we become dads, it's not like I've, I've, you've ever been a dad before. So right. we're all kind of learning on the go. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, writing the letter is, is one thing um, that a dad can do to, like, you know, get some training. Yes, we're writing a letter, and it's going to impact our children. But it also, you know, gets you get some good training to think through, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, this is the values that I am trying to, you know, teach my children. All right, before you go again. How can our listeners get involved? They go to LegacyLetterChallenge.com, LegacyLetterChallenge.com, and there's a couple different options to sign up. Every month I'm leading a group of dads through it live on Zoom, so you can jump on. This is how you should do it, Kevin. Jump okay. on with me live. Okay. And then there's some uh, online, the online version as well. Very good. My thanks to Blake Brewer for being a guest on this episode of Suit Up. I encourage all dads to take the Legacy Letter Challenge like me. Look for more inspiring podcasts on Suit Up, and please give us a five-star rating.